Fuck, I already messed it up. Wow, like it, you actually sound like you have a podcast voice. I don't know if I should fight you or thank you. I'm really happy. I'm also I'm drunk. Because apparently we are all, we, we are all thirteen years old and think beanbags are, are the height of luxury. Yeah, <laughs> always beanbags are the best thing that has ever existed, besides water beds. Jesus Christ, you're from the '90s and the '70s at the same time. That's really impressive. Thank you so much. <laughs> I really Welcome to Little Lit, our <laughs> podcast where we talk about book adjacent things. Kind of, I'm Andrew Cleva. And I'm Danny Burford. And today we're talking about Briar Patch, the television show. We uh, oh, talked God. about Briar Patch, the book uh, by Ross Thomas, a uh, noir story that we read for the last uh, Lit Lit. And this was made into a television show on USA Network, um, starring Rosario Dawson in the lead. Yeah. Um, and that's what we're talking about this one. Um, so, yeah, uh, adaptation. How do you feel about? Uh, I how, fucking hated this show. Yeah, the show was rough, man. I, 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 I wanted to like it a lot more than I did too, because there's there, there's some really redeeming parts, and it's also not good enough. It was so close to being there. Yeah, it was exactly. So fucking close, like the quirkiness of it. So they basically made it this like weird seventies ish style okay so, so so let me let, if you don't mind let me just like background it a little bit because i think I that might mind. that might give it a little bit of uh, context um i first started reading ross thomas because of um uh, andy greenwald and chris ryan uh, at grantland back in the day we're doing a podcast uh I, I forget if this one was the watch or if this was something separate but they were doing kind of like a book club thing or 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 the very least they would mention books they really liked um and i had read uh, the Polish Police Officer by by Alan First, who's an espionage writer who writes like historical fiction from the World War II from a bunch of different vantage points. Uh, very very good. Um, I read uh, the last uh, uh, the last Good Kiss, I believe, by James Crumley, um, uh, which is a phenomenal Western noir story. And I read uh, Chinaman's Chance by uh, Ross Thomas. You read a lot, okay. Yes, I uh, yeah, I, I'm a, I, I am on a book podcast. I think that <laughs> I, I, I hope that this qualifies me. Um, and I loved Ross Thomas's work. I read three of his books previously. Um, and then, uh, when I saw, when we were talking about things to, 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 uh, read for the, show, the podcast, I thought of this because it was being made into the television show. Yeah. Uh, the television show was we being this a while ago too. Like it's been like in the makings. Yeah. Like, so reading this and like reading and like watching the show. Well, so here's the thing. So like, so I, um, so the guy who was the showrunner of, uh, Briar Patch, the television show on USA network was, Andy Greenwald, one of those two guys in the podcast that I first listened to that was giving out these recommendations. Uh, it, apparently it's been like, he, he was, he's been, he was a, he started his career as a music critic for spin. Uh, he was a TV critic, uh, for, for Grantland and he was, and he was a podcast host and he got into, into, into the, the, the creation side of it, I guess, uh, on the, uh, from the Hollywood angle. And this has been a project that he's worked on for a while. Um, and he's a huge fan of twin peaks. Um, uh, if you understand that he's a fan of Twin Peaks, then like ninety-five uh, percent of the show makes sense. Exactly, uh, yeah. Yes. Mm. Um, and that's a really tight rope to walk, though. Like uh, because yeah. the quirkiness has to pay off in some degree, um, or or at the very least, like the um, the meandering pacing has to work to a degree. And man, there, there were some times it did, but uh, it was it, it was it was just it, it fell short. I think it just it, every single time I was like, this is so close to being good. This is so yeah. close. It was so close to being cool 
And it, it no matter what, I think because it was coming from USA, which comes out with like good shows. Every, like it had, they have some good shows. They but have like, they have um uh, well I, um uh, Mr. Robot or whatever, which was a yeah. huge hit too. Um, I I, I personally Psych. love Burn Notice, and I will stand yeah. for Burn Notice. And God they have and Psych was was them too. Uh, Psych was USA as well. Psych is a yeah. phenomenal show. Yeah. So like they, like they have shows that you should. They are they, they are not FX, but they're worth paying attention to. If yes, that makes sense. so they're not, so they're not going to hit it all the time. It might have gone like under the radar. I was yeah. Like, oh, like I remember they watching the first episode, and I was like, okay, this is going to be kind of weird. They changed it from Oklahoma to Texas. Totally reasonable as far as that goes. Like because yeah. they, because they changed it to a uh, fictional small town, and we discussed this a little bit on the podcast about like the idea yeah. uh, uh, on on the lit lit. I'm saying about the book. We talked a little bit about the idea of making that. Uh, almost an anonymous a small town, so it could be theoretically any small town, and right. they, that's what they did with the show instead to make and, it San Bonifacio. And I, I wanted it was so quirky, yeah. and I wanted it to be so good. I don't know if I liked the changing of characters because they made Rosa, Rosa, Rosario Rosario Dawson is the main character, so Pickle okay. Dill stays Pickle Dill, but Benjamin Dill becomes Allegra Dill. Yes, yeah, and. I think that, which is to the detriment of most of uh, television in Hollywood, once you have a female character be your main character, it turns mm -hmm. way more into like a sexual tension more of a character than it turns into a serious role kind of a character. This is a great point because it's something I want to talk about too. Um, and yeah. yeah. No, no, please, please keep going because I, I have my own spiel and I don't want to get into it without you saying everything that you... Uh, yeah, so like I just felt like that there... For me as a viewer, I kept on thinking like, oh, who's going to hit on her next? Oh, mm -hmm. like who is like, who's she going to sleep with? Like that, it, it was that kind of... Mostly because like noir kind of TV shows and murder mystery kind of TV shows have that trope in them, which ultimately kind of it sucks because like you should be able to watch that main character then kind of do their main character thing and whatever but i it definitely brought out a flirtiness that didn't i didn't think need to be there mm -hmm. and it brought out just different relationship aspects if they were to change all of the male roles to female and then all of the female roles to, to male, male yeah that would have been totally different i would have fucking loved that but they wanted that kind of – they wanted that pull with that sexual tension, and so, so, that, that took it away from me. So for me uh, – so I, I'm of two minds on this. Um, one is that I don't mind the, um, the, the sexualized nature of the role – in that I don't I don't mind if it's a male as well. Like for example, in the book, like you know uh, Benjamin Dill uh, is sleep, you know sleeps with the lawyer who is female, and, and 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 like they have an on and off again thing during during the whole story. And I was like, cool, like two people meet in the middle of a tragedy, and like this this becomes an unlikely friendship. Like sometimes you meet the right person at the right time. That's cool. Um, I don't have a problem with that when it became. Um, Allegra Dill and the lawyer being a male character and that, and then having a, a, a connection that was totally reasonable and, and, and fine to me. I didn't mind if there was some kind of her coming back and, and, and seeing like, you know, uh, who she would interact with and how she would interact with them and everything like that. My issue comes down to uh, her and Spivey because that's yeah. the thing that takes me out of it. Uh, because I think like one of my big problems with, and, and, and to be very clear, this is like what I'm talking about is heteronormative. I, I, I'm not 
I, I do not necessarily believe in a heteronormative lifestyle or anything like that. This is just the world that we're dealing with. And that's what I'm commenting on. Yeah. Um, so often male and female leads, when they're put in together, uh, you have to have a level of sexual attention. Yeah. Um, uh, that's just how, like, the, the will they, won't they thing has been built into TV for the last uh, 40, 50 years or so. Like, it's been, it, it, that, 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 that is a longstanding thing. And I thought that this show was going to get away from it because they mentioned earlier in like the first like five episodes or so, um, the lawyer, Oh no, it's episode six. Cause it's a shootout at Spivey's house. Right. When the lawyer uh, looks at, you know, when she's trapped in the room with Rosario Dawson with Allegra Dill and she looks at it and yeah. he's like, Oh, I get it. This is like a family thing. You guys are yeah. family. That was what I was hoping was it, it was going to stick with. Cause I think that is a, because, because that crutch of, of, of the, of love between these relationships has been used in uh, storytelling for so long. I thought we were going to get away from that. And I was actually very excited to, I thought we were going to firmly establish that this male character and this female character are not actually drawn to each other in that way. They are, they are brother and sister. They are long friends. They don't like, yeah. they don't have that thing with them. And unfortunately over the last half of half of the season, like that's what it became. And yeah. that's what took the wind out of my sails because I, I didn't hate the other part of it. I, I, I had no problem with like, with, with the, flirtatious nature of things necessarily yeah. but 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 compounded it for me and made it bad was the spidey connection yes i that and i think that's what i mean when i say yeah like, okay the, it, it creates that sexual tension that wasn't there i mean it was there in the book but it was like it wasn't it wasn't to a detriment you know it wasn't like yeah it, it wasn't going to I don't know. I, I, just, I wasn't, I wasn't a fan of the Spivey and pick relationship in the show. And it, I, I was a fan. I was, I was a fan of the characters yes, um, and, I, and, and, and their general that. interaction I, and how they're portrayed. Um, I did, I, but yeah, I wasn't a fan of how they ended it on uh, how they, how they, how they made that a romantic. Uh, I loved Spivey in the show. Oh, he's, I, he's phenomenal. The guy I, who plays him, I'm going to look yes. up his name because I really should. Um, he I thought amazing. that he was like, if I was going to picture Spivey, like that would be very similar to who he yes. would be and like his actor and his demeanor and whatever like that. And I do think that Rosario, Rosario Dar- Dawson. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the R's. I'm telling you again. Rosario. It's the I love R's. Rosario Dawson. Shut up. Uh, I thought that she did J.R. Ferguson. Sorry, that's bad. J.R. Ferguson did all the credit for that shit. That's he was way phenomenal. too many R's for me to have to say. Oh, so no. Much. I forgot. Uh, Rosario Dawson, yes. Yeah. So I, I think that she did a really good job of portraying the same kind of uh, personality that picks yes. it in the book. The, she's that, she's like, a straight man. She's yes. she's the straight man. He's a straight man. That kind of things revolve around more or less. Yeah. yeah. And wait, before <clears throat> we get into any, I mean, we've already gotten into yeah. like plenty of this. <laughs> the fucking zoo having animals. Yeah. So like uh, so yeah. So that that's like that is one of, that that is probably what? the most Twin Peaksy thing of this whole thing, and I I still don't know what to make of it. So uh, so and me and me. Was- why? So, so me and my girlfriend watched the first three uh, episodes of the show together. Um, I, I I watched I, I kept watching it at a faster pace because I wanted to make sure I watched it in time for this uh, this podcast yeah. this recording. Um, and then I was going to go back and like let her know if she should watch it uh, herself. I'm probably going to lean towards like yeah, it's worth your time if you feel like it, but it's not really essential watching or anything. Um, 
the first thing that we latched onto, and I was telling her, was like, just so you know, the zoo thing is not at all in the book, and no. I'm wondering why it's here, and I still don't know. I it was one of those moments where it's when she was in the cab coming from the airport, and they like shot something. Yeah, the cab driver was like, "Oh well, here we go." Blah blah blah. And I was saying, I was like, "The fuck? Oh, why? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. why? Like, why is this?" I was. I was okay with it. Like I, 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 like I accepted it and I was like, you know what? Like, all right, this is this weird quirky thing. Like it's like, as long as it adds something to this program, I'm totally fine with it. It added one thing, uh, arguably the best scene in the entire series where Spivey asks Singe, uh, like, you know, you grew up rich or poor. He's like, middle class like but you want to see my pet giraffes like yes, yes i do it's like, when we, like first of all um for as much as we love spivey for my money singe is the best character in the entire show yes um, or at the very least um the way the actor portrays singe is yes. perfect he is yes. so lovable he is so funny he is so uh he respects himself like like and, and one of the things that gets that, that I, have, I have a big problem with these types of characters that they're often often pushovers like the eccentric characters are pushovers for the strong characters uh singe holds his own perfectly he is his own like element to the story uh he's phenomenal like the actor that plays him does a phenomenal job as well and i'll also look up his name sorry um I and just doing that well okay well i have i have, I have the IMDb, imdb put a page up uh Edie, uh Gathegi, um yes g-a-t-h-e-g-i is the last name um he's great like he he's so personable in this role to a way like he makes you like him immediately um which is really impressive um, so do you know where i know him from which what, do you know, like, what, do you, yeah, what do you know him from because i looked this up yesterday i was kind of curious he was in twilight you fucking idiot i fucking knew it <laughs> i knew him from twilight because he plays one of the bad vampires yep that goes, that goes good uh anyway uh he does a great job he's he's just he's just so fun man like like yeah. honestly like he's he, like his scenes in this uh show are among the best scenes it's pretty much him and spivey that carry the show if you ask yes, me 100%. um and, and this is not this is not a shot to rosario dawson it's just that her huh. character is supposed to play the straight person for the most part like sorry the like the the you know the the pull the tense pull with which the narrative revolves around like she's she's yeah um uh alan cummings great as as brattle too um like, like he he's he has that like eccentric quality to him like the kid who plays Lalo's good uh, the, the, you like the, that um the police chief was a woman um i had no problem not that, with like that. not that you like that yeah, 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 yeah. Like a woman but like did you like that like that do, do you feel comfortable having this woman in power yeah, yeah. that was a dumb question no it's no it's a, it's a very fair question in in plenty of circumstances um i i, I didn't have a problem with that um yeah. uh, submarining the Strucker uh storyline was interesting um so actually let's talk about this um let's talk about the the changes that the show made from the books um uh, for the book sorry real, uh, real quick and just like the the choices we talked about this with with, with Game of Thrones a lot. Um, oh my god, we didn't even mention it in the actual. Yeah, I know, and we and we got oh here. God. And a character's last name is even Snow, and we didn't mention it. I can't. Oh believe, fuck! I didn't even think about that. I can't god damn believe it. this is what I. He got he got shot, not stabbed. Though. That's the problem. <laughs> oh, that was can't believe we've come to this. We only referenced <laughs> Game of Thrones one time out of two. I was just thinking about it. I almost took a drink because I was thinking about it so hardcore and lit lit where I was like, we haven't mentioned Game of Thrones. <laughs> See, I'm going to take that hit because like here, like, uh, what were you going to say? Well, hold on. What the hell were we talking about? We're talking about the, uh, the stability of the character and um, uh, Rosario Dawson. Sure. Um, I have no idea. 
Where the hell was I going to go with this? I don't know, Man. but you're talking about Game of Thrones. You cut me because I was. All right, well, I don't know. well if, if I remember though, then, then I drank anyway, so we're fine. Um, <laughs> I, I I feel that yeah, like she was she was very. I, you have to also understand. I love Rosario Dawson, um, one of my favorite actresses. Um, like she like like, and I thought she I thought she was great, but she but her character was a very serious character. Um, and so like she and she was a very powerful character too, especially yeah. by the end. But yeah. um, a lot of the draw to the to the to watching like episodes and, and certain scenes were going to be between those like weird characters, those fun characters, um, and like Singe and Spivey were phenomenal. Um, they were also my favorites in the books too, though. Ag- like, agreed. They got they got a lot of material to work with. Yeah, like, that's that's for sure. As a, I, I think that Pick was who the book was kind of about, but I think that Singe and Spivey were kind of what carried it forward in the book and in the yeah, show, and I think fair. that they're their characters were almost like, I kind of want to do the like chaotic neutral or oh, the, the, India, the, the India alignment chart of the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Cause I think that they Ooh, almost play opposite, yes. you know, where she's, and so you're looking at the like chaotic neutral and then you're Sin, looking Singe's Singe's lawful neutral. Yeah. Dill is lawful like chaotic. Spivey is probably chaotic neutral. Yes. Um, so, like, so for anyone who doesn't know, if you've never played D anD D or if you're not familiar with alignment charts, um, there's this. Uh, it's a it's a three by three grid, and it's um, lawful neutral chaotic on the y axis, and then. Um, Good, neutral, evil on the uh, on the uh, x-axis, and yeah. so the what what the lawful to chaotic thing means is how likely you are to follow by a set of rules. They can be your own rules, but it's how likely you are to follow a defined set of how things are uh, of think, established structures and things like that. Well, that let, me, let me finish real quick before we yeah, uh, like just the, ex- the explanation. And so then, good to eat to evil obviously is these more moralistic choices. They are heavily embedded in like you know Christian morals and shit like that. But like the idea as we know it in our culture is pretty simple: good or evil. Yeah. Um, I was arguing. Uh, Singe being lawful neutral because he is a lawyer. Uh, he is willing to. Yeah. He he wants to primarily play by the rules. He is the guiding force trying to hold Allegra back from being uh, irresponsible. But he's not a goody goody. He's not lawful yeah. good. He's I would say lawful neutral instead. Yeah. Uh, I would say that that Allegra um, is lawful chaotic. Yeah, because uh, I mean it might be neutral chaotic, but I think that she has a general code that she that, that she does live by and she and she does want to see like the bad guys punished and she wants to make sure the right people get hurt and things like that. Whereas Spivey is you know, fuck us. It's us. Like we're the ones who yeah. matter. Fuck the rest of the city. Like he had his code is like his code is is, is basically like you know my family is my family and that's about yeah. it. I think um, that a, a good way that I had seen it described on TikTok because I'm fucking addicted now. Oh, I feel uh, like everyone, by the way, during quarantine has become addicted to TikTok. Like my, everyone's like, my girlfriend and, and you and one of my other good friends too. Like absolutely. everyone, it's, you have to be kind to yourself. Okay. I'm not saying like, it's wrong. I'm, I to be very clear. I'm not saying it's wrong. I, I just like, it is very amusing to me that like that, like since, like, I, like since, quarantine there are three of my close friends that i know of that have started using tiktok that never used it before and are currently obsessed with it I'm and that is really interesting a person either uh i do to say like this is my first week off since christmas where i took like the day before christmas off so i am yeah. living the high life right oh, now which is, like, okay yeah tiktok all day but anyway so like one of the things was 
the way you can tell what kind of person you are is what you would do with your shopping cart after you've put your groceries in the car. Oh, I love this so much. This is perfect. Yeah, I go ahead, please. Yeah, so it's like, would you put your shopping cart away? Like, would you put it mm-hmm. in the little areas in the parking lot? In the corrals. Your- yeah. there's no one watching you. You mm-hmm. don't have to. Mm-hmm. Like, w- it, it really does kind of like... It, it's a, it's a very good morality test because it removes so many of the societal structures from it. Yeah, like, it, it, like you you know that you won't be caught. Yep. And you know that you won't be harmed by not doing it. Yep. So, do you do it? Yeah. Like, like do you do something that is genuinely altruistic that exactly. you know that that you know that you won't be punished for if you don't do it. Yeah. And yeah. That's and like, so I think that that's like that's like one of the one what I think of. And I honestly now think of it when I'm at the grocery store. I don't really use shopping <laughs> right now. Because no, like, but like it's a general idea, yeah. But like it, I remember growing growing up, like my mom would always put the shopping cart away. And I the, hated the people that didn't too. Hated yeah, them. The idea of not uh, the idea of putting your shopping cart in a parking spot, or the idea of putting your shopping cart. Yeah. Kind of like up on one of the, like where the curb is and the trees are. Yeah, and stuff. The, the, the weird medians or whatever with the, with the, with the uh, fertilizer chalk fill. Yeah. yeah, and I would sit there and I would go, I could do it. I could totally do it, and it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter. And I'm not saying that like putting your shopping cart away makes you a good person and not no. makes you a bad person. Like, of course not. Well, but, like, I think it's a very good leading it's, uh, it's an intro most, into you as a person. Yeah, it's one of the moments of like. It's not – it'll only do good by putting your shopping cart away. That's it. It won't – like and, – and, and the thing is the, the good is not a very high level of good no. too. And that's, that's also why it makes it interesting because you, you don't feel compelled to because you are going to save a, a child from a burning building or you're going to save this business from falling into bankruptcy. Like you, you – no, no. Like you're putting your cart back because it's a place that you should put it so that people can collect them easily so they don't run willy-nilly in the cars and, like, ding cars up. Like, that's pretty much all it is. What is the um, saying of, like, you can – there's a train going. You can either pull the lever and kill one person or – Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the trolley experiment oh, or – What is the actual experiment? It's, like, you kill one person or you – One person versus five. Uh, they're like, like, they're like, if, if you, if you do something, one person will die instead of five people doing, uh, dying. Yeah. In other words, like you have to make an active decision to kill one person, but by doing so, five people will be spared. Um, if you are a philosophy major or some shit, please do not correct me. Like I, 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 I will look this up afterwards. I'm just giving my impressions of what I remember it being. Yeah, yeah. It's also only episode of the good place. If you weren't aware of that, it's like, it's like wow. season like four or five yeah, of season two. Also a great fucking show. Yes. Um, awesome. Show. Yeah, but yeah, they they use it they they use it with a uh, chitty in episode like again four or five of season two. Uh, it's it's the exp- they they use it to like uh, introduce Ted Danson as a demon or a devil or whatever as like to the idea of morality. Um, but why were you sorry? Why were you mentioning it? I, 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 oh I no, I was I, just saying that I liked it, and then I was we were just like talking about the cart the shopping cart experiment because we then went back to lawful D and D alignments and everything like yes, that. Yeah. There we go. Look at that. <laughs> anyway. We got all the way back to our starting point. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I I didn't mind the show. Um, I definitely wouldn't tell people to watch it. I wouldn't recommend it. No. And I wouldn't I, tell people not to watch it. I would, but I would, I would warn them that it would be a little slow or something like that. I did not. I didn't. I would tell people not to watch it. I did oh, not really? like okay. it that much. I, I, I would. I would. What's the right way to say it? If someone wanted to watch it, I would tell them like, 
I didn't think it was amazing, but if you've got the time and you're looking for a show, cool on you. If someone if someone was like, hey, I really want to watch Briar Patch, I would say, mm, actually, probably not. Oh, see, I would just be like, nah. Yeah. All, all the way around. I just... I, I just thought there were some really good things in it, and like I can't, I, I can't keep, I can't say um, never watch this because it's bad because I don't believe that. But I yeah. do agree with you that it does not get to good. Like no, it doesn't it, come around enough to become good. I think what gets me so annoyed is that it's so close. I remember yes. watching the first yes. episode and being like, "Oh, it's funky, like it's yeah. quirky. We're gonna like get into some weird like seventies time stop little town <laughs> in the middle of Texas thing of." Like, there's going to be neon lights and shit like that. And then I just, it it just never came to fruition for it's me. It's too slow. It's slow. Can we because agree with that? Like, it, fast. Yeah, it, the thing it's is noir like. Fast, noir fast. No, I agreed in general though. Like, yeah. I think I think the plot in the book like it, it moves in a couple of days as we as we've talked about. But like like you can like you can stretch a couple of days into a very long time on shows if you do it properly. The problem is I just don't think there was enough material in this to make it ten episodes. Yeah. And I think that a lot of the quirkiness and like you know different side plots that they added to the show uh, didn't really serve to elevate it that much or change it that much. I thought it was just kind of like lengthening the time. Uh, unfortunately, like yeah. there's. And again, there's some really good stuff in here. Like the, the the performances, the guy who plays Cyrus is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, like the like the guy who play, the guy who plays um Howard is great. Like the guy yeah. who plays the girl who plays Cindy is really good too. Actually, um, like there's there some is, really good acting in here. Like some are, really good acting. There are there is, and it's it, I think that's what's such a bummer to me yeah. is that you can see these moments of like really good. Yes. So you knew it could be good. Yes, exactly. So you knew it could be good if it was produced or it was if tighter, a little yes, bit tighter. If yeah. the producers produce their actors in a better like and in, in a better not in a better way but just like in a tighter way and if the director kind of like wrote whatever the writers or whatever kind of like made it more concise or like picked the yeah. picked better plot lines or whatever yeah because my problem with the, that is like is they, they spend a, a ton of time on uh colder for example and, and lucretia the wife whereas in the story they are they're there, but they are not like highlighted in yeah. in, in, in the narrative. Um, and now this is very different because like the the whole book is POV from uh, from from Pick's perspective, whereas the show is obviously hopping around. Totally reasonable. You can totally change that. But by introducing Colder as a, like a character that you follow around, I felt like he just ate up screen time. Like he was just like, he was like this bumbling character that you were supposed to. I don't. Yeah. I don't understand this point. His. I don't understand the point of focusing on him in the show, and I felt like that added like. 45 minutes that probably could have gotten cut down. Like, like if you eliminate Carrot Colder as a yeah. character you keep coming back to, you've probably done that nine episodes right there. You know what I mean? Like, I also feel like when, especially when books like this are brought into TV, when they focus on certain people, I get more suspicious of them. Yeah. And I, 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 know, I know what you're saying with that. Sure. So like I found myself like while in the book, I was kind of like reading it to read it. But like yeah. obviously, when you're watching it, you're you're you're, you're puzzling things head. out a little. Yeah, bit. You're in your head more yeah, because you can watch and think. Whereas because you have more it. space in your head because you're like because you're not actively following. I, I don't, so I, yeah. I, I, again, like I don't mean this to be like overly sure. aggressive towards TV. I, I but this is something I, I always reiterate that like that reading is an active thing and watching is passing a uh, passive. And so like when you are reading this story, like yeah, you you aren't like you aren't necessarily putting all the pieces or trying to put all the pieces together. Like you're, you're not necessarily trying to figure out where everything goes. Whereas, well, yeah, when you're watching the, 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 the show, 
Um, I felt that way because of it was a show and also because it was uh, different from the books. And I was trying to figure out how it was different from the books. So after Strucker got blown up, for example, I was like, are they making colder the killer guy still and then like at the end of the sixth or seventh episode you find out he is so there's a lot in there that like didn't need to be there i do have to say i kind of i i I kind of do want to push you on the fact that and this is my my last comment was like pushing on the fact of like tv versus books and i think that like definitely it tv is more passive but i think that tv gives you the ability to put more you have to think more about what's happening more so like you have to like you have to piece things together i think this is true and i'm gonna take a drink for it a really big reason (laughs) why i like game of thrones game of thrones had such a big following well not such a big following but like for viewership you had to put it together in your mind and there were so many reddit boards and everything like that so you have that room to to do that in a book because you're reading it and it is taking up so much in your brain while it's happening. You're very in the moment. Everything's being laid out for you. Yeah. And well, it, I, I don't know. I don't know about that part because the, well, well, everything is not laid out in the, no, in no, this no. book or in those books. No, 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 I'm not. I'm saying like on a page, like as you're reading yes. it, like visually, uh-huh. it like the it's being laid out for you to read, kind of mm-hmm. a thing. Whereas like on a show, you have to then be like. Oh, like what? Like what the fuck? Like, like this is definitely yeah. happening here. This is definitely happening here. Blah 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 blah. And there's like way more. Like there's not way more, but like there's different conversations that are happening. You know, mm-hmm. and I wasn't getting that with this show. Yeah, I feel like um, I feel like most of the thinking that I did in this show was related to how it was different from the books. Um, yeah. and, and and not just like noticing. Oh, that's different. I mean, I mean, like then trying to mentally repair storylines and try to figure out how these other characters fit into them. If that made sense, yeah. like like Colder's the one I mentioned before, and then he did eventually fill his fill his role in the end, where he shoots Clyde Brattle and then is is shot. Although it yeah. is by. Uh, the chief instead of by Strucker in the books. Um, yeah. Like there's like, like I, I felt myself like kind of trying to figure out how they were still working the book into the, the, the show. And yeah. to be very clear, as I hope I always am like, I don't care if you change things from oh, the, book no. to the show. Um, we, we, we just, we talk about this with game of Thrones. We talk about this yeah. with other stuff. Like, uh, we, like, we are, we are not critical of Game of Thrones, for example, because it's different from the books. We're critical because they fucked up. Um, and, we're, and in this case, we're not critical <laughs> of the show because the show is different from how they portrayed the books. Is that the show went on too long? It dragged. Like, yeah, it, like that, that, that's yeah. the biggest thing for me. The show the show dragged, which is unfortunate because if you condensed it properly, it could be like I don't know five to seven episodes of like a whirlwind story with cool some really good series. acting. Yeah. It could have been a cool seven part miniseries. And it tries to let itself breathe, and that's totally reasonable. It just unfortunately doesn't come back around all the way. So, like, I guess if we're getting giving off like end opinions, like I, I took a little bit more from from you uh, from this than you in terms of like I think there's uh, well, I think you think there's some value too. I think it'd be worth someone to like go through it if they were under quarantine and had all the time in the world and could watch any show that they wanted because yeah. they had you know they they watch everything already. I think that this show really taught me that. Um, oh no. <laughs> I think the show really taught me that I should look into being a drone driver. There it is. There's I, the stupid. I think that that's I my biggest takeaway is that like I didn't get into. I went into an English degree and not drone driving, and I think that that's my my biggest thing. 
Uh, if you had gotten into drone driving, you could be on the Ocho right now, racing them through obstacle courses. 1,000%. And you know I would win every single time. Ah. Mm.